0: Just Mm -hmm. so you know, the 20th century, the economists of the 20th century got us over the whole trust, antitrust, trust thing when they invented monopolistic competition as a term (laughs) like monopolistic competition is not monopoly. It's multiple companies that have a very, very strong hold in the marketplace that are competing Mm -hmm. with each other. And it's actually good economics to have a really strong company like Google and a really strong company like Apple competing heavily against each other. And the government will not side against that. They will not side against that under any circumstances. Epic is going to get steamrolled by both of these corporations.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 264. I'm one of your hosts, Neo Yoshi, joined by Felix Hergood. Hey, what's up? Lock and Key. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And Trip Zero. What's What's going on, guys? guys, It's Trip Zero. How are you? I'm good, good, Neo Yoshi. I'm good, man. That's good. That's good to hear, guys. Before we get started, I want to do a little housekeeping. We are on YouTube. Please go and subscribe to us there, Emergent Gamer. And uh check us out on all the podcast services. We are out there in your earballs. So please check us out. Earballs.
0: And tell your friends. Oh, yeah, baby. Tell your friends if you're already subscribed. Tell your friends. And your mom.
1: Uh and your mom. She would love to hear our voices. We're for sure your mom's favorite Unless games.
0: you're like underage and like 14 <laughs> and your mom hears me saying fuck, then uh you should probably not tell your mom. No, still tell your mom. Don't listen to her. Tell Felix. your mom. I want to see what she says. It's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. As, long no, as, she, as long
2: as she doesn't make you
0: unsubscribe yeah as long as she doesn't make you unsubscribe <laughs> all
1: right uh so felix yeah what's up man what's what up want to share, man because i asked you about this earlier this week because i was shocked
0: i don't know man i might have uh you know a neurological problem or something i'm not really sure it's uh, a large leap to make i so. know i know
1: there no. are hundreds of episodes of evidence though so that we,
0: possibility this past weekend we had the uh beta well the open beta of the ps4 version of marvel's avengers and Mm -hmm. i said i'm gonna stick in there and i'm gonna try it because i only made it to the war table part where the war table is where the game is no longer a story quest it's more like open up and then try out some of like the modes okay so i got into it i did five hours i did uh i played as kamala khan and i played as iron man and i played as um Malakan Iron Man, and Hulk again, I guess um, after five hours, I had a ripping headache, and I think it's from what you said. I don't know if you put that in my head, and then all of a sudden I observed it more, and that gave me a headache. That could be true that might have happened, um but I just got to the end of five hours with a ripping headache, and i the last time I felt that poorly after playing a game was recently when i did vr for an extended period of time and vr as we all know it when it's in the lower res they kind of mask things with motion blur right so you said this game had motion blur i observed it when i was playing it for five hours but then like i also had a bad experience with playstation vr where i got mad headaches from it and don't want to play it ever again um so i don't know that, that,
1: is, that is literally an effect that it has on me as well yeah like it, it it makes it hurt to look at like motion extensive motion blur and yeah just like the muddy graphics nature of the graphics if it's not clear it looks like i need glasses you know like that feeling like where things are blurry right. that's what it looks like when i was looking at that game so th- on my tv
0: so comparing that fact that i got a headache and then the fact that uh, there were other concerns I had with it. you know the fact that it it does seem a lot like destiny in terms of its game structure. I'm worried that mm-hmm. i'm going the game's gonna come out and then I'm gonna be in this like game cannibal again that's trying to cannibalize all the other games I play, like play this all the time, only play this, don't play anything else. We're doing this ten year game like i I'm not into that shit I'm really not uh I can you know I say that, but then I'm like pumping money into fallout. <laughs> <laughs> you know like but they're not the there's same that it's there's they're not the same I'm actively choosing to play fallout I don't there's nothing in fallout that's happening right now that I feel like I mean we are doing this never mind we are doing this legendary run thing so that is the only thing that keeps me coming back to the game but go ahead lock uh trip you you hit your point first
3: oh I just want to say real quick Felix um I don't think you need to feel like you need to play games like this because you enjoy other games that might Share a style peripherally, like if a game exists and is uh, continuous and ongoing, and, and is a loop based game, it doesn't mean you are gonna love every one of those those games. Right, I right. mean, they all are gonna do something very different. Um, yeah. So the you other know, thing, you might like the whole of it, but but it's gonna have a different vibe, music, texture, color, way you inter- engage with your friends and your enemies, which could be which could change your entire feeling about
0: it. But when I got into it, and now I realize that uh, I never, ever, ever will ever love Anthem. Because I played as Iron Man for an extended period of time, and it's trash the way they simulate like rocket propelled fucking engines, like flying around. It's just not like the character stays static. Yes, Locke. There's a few things.
2: I wouldn't judge the way that flying in Anthem is compared to Iron Man in this game, because I think Anthem is I'll, actually incredible. I was going to ask the clarify because um, it did feel great. Flying uh, felt amazing in that. Yeah, flying. Pretty much felt like I was Iron Man
0: inside. I've heard friends. people compare um, this game to to Anthem's controls for Iron Man. That's all. I haven't played it. Well, Anthem. so here, there's,
2: there's, there's differences. Are you talking about the way that you control the character, or are you talking about the way that the character flies and moves? Because if you're just talking about that, you don't like the way that the you have to control the character is is different. It's a different problem.
0: No, I, I just wish the character moved more like Iron Man in the movies, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he doesn't okay. he doesn't shoot fast enough around the screen for me. I wish he would like shoot up fast like I, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man does, and he doesn't do that. Like, mm-hmm. and I understand why because when you're playing a game, really the character is just stationary. The you know, and the the world moves around, yeah, right? Much. So, like, I understand well, I why record. this is hard to to animate. <laughs> you know, like, but. You know, if it's that hard to animate, don't fucking put them in a game. <laughs> I mean,
1: that's, that's a big that's a big problem with the game in general, because all these characters, like all the Avengers, they all feel and behave differently, but they're all yeah. in the same game. Yeah. In the same type of style game, right? So you have Black Widow, a human being who is just punching and kicking people. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Hulk, who is a massive brute force who is supposed to crush build it, like crush cars and stuff, right? But you can't have him do that. You can't have him be the super strong thing that he's supposed to be. And just like with Iron Man, you can't have him operate at the speed and feel that he does I, in I, the know. movies. I, I, I know that. It's a limitation of the game. And like that makes it not fun, I and, guess and, and, and also, Right. right. You know? So <laughs> like, I
0: first felt it when you played that story mission and then you tried to fly high and then Iron Man just hits this countdown that says you're out of the gameplay area and i'm like Mm -hmm. come on man my favorite and then and then i was playing them in the the harm room that's where i started experiencing that I, i didn't really like it because in the harm room you're not limited but but by the walls of the harm room so i did the harm room thing and every you know it's fine but i had free room to fly wherever i wanted to and then i played a mission where you have to do these like different points you have to like wait in an area for like a like the computer system jarvis to like do something and there's these points that keep getting taken by the enemies kind of like in destiny where there's like and en- you know player enemies that that take points in control you know you so have to like just it's sure. very, it's very yeah, much like zone, clear zones so stuff like that yeah. that was the icing on the cake with my destiny marvel avengers analogy i started playing this it felt like control i didn't like iron man i had a fucking headache and i went fuck this and then immediately got off and sat through <laughs> sony support to try and get my money back and you know what? It worked. <laughs> I got my money back. <laughs> Good for you, I, th- I think. So you will not be playing the game. No, it's no. <laughs> I'm fine. There's, a, there's <laughs> other things I want to put my attention to. So I'm not <laughs> worried about it. Got it. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, you know, it's a wait and, definitely, it's definitely a wait, wait, wait and see. It's like, because by the time it comes out and they maybe fix it by adding like a, a, a switch to turn off motion blur or. You know, they release some characters that I just can't turn down. You know, it's like, it's like they're, they're, I heard there's rumor when they data mine <laughs> well, that they found Black Panther in there or something. There's a
1: lot, yeah. They they found a whole bunch of characters you know, this week.
0: So they find a bunch of characters. They data mine. Maybe if some of those characters come out and it's really cool, and you know, there's a switch to turn it off w- way way down the road, I might do it. But when is that going to be? That's going to be in November when two fucking games that I want to play are coming yeah, out. Honestly, Cyberpunk and Assassin's Creed. So. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. won't be seeing this game after.
1: <laughs> I, I think I think this is like I said last week. This is a game that needs like at least another six months to a year before it's ready to be like a fun experience. So, and it's, but they're releasing it. This they're
0: releasing it now. So yeah. it's possible in that year I might consider it. Maybe it's on yeah. on sale or something, or or it ends up on Game cool. Pass if that happens.
1: Yeah, that's the well, only. Well, wait. This is if it was in Game Pass. Yeah, same. I think I'm at that point as well um so lock yes tried a new game uh we did you and yeah, i man uh last night we played rogue company um mm-hmm. that's in a game by oh god i don't even know the developer i Iris Studios. i rec Iris studios yeah i knew i recognized them um what did they what did they make no idea that, no, that, they, they a, do a, a google, google search, search
2: waiting to happen i'm already um, on it yeah i'm already I, on yeah, it yeah so smite uh, he did smite Ah. realm royale yeah okay and realm royale is popular um but yeah so we we played rogue company last night uh it was uh you were still streaming final fantasy uh channing and i were looking for something to play so we boot into valorant of course valorant's having an issue with parties uh so we can't team up and we're like well we're here what are we going to play uh, shit! We installed Rogue Company. Let's try Rogue Company. So we booted up. We started playing it, and then obviously you jumped in, Neo. And um, we played for a, a good while. We played for like four four hours or so in total from when we started. Um, four hours. Uh, well, uh, Channing and I, because we started at like um, at like seven o'clock, um, uh, or eight o'clock. But anyway, uh, so yeah, it uh, it is a third person shooter. Uh, it is. Class and character based. um, Very much like a Rainbow Six type operator feel where each character has different abilities, different guns. um, And you have an economy system uh, like Valorant where uh, depending on how well you perform, you get more money, you can buy different things within the game. Um, It's a game that's seeing mild success. um, And it's a game that I've been following for a while because one of the developers... Um, his first name is Scott. I'm forgetting his last name. Um, but his he goes by Gandhi. Gandhi was a very prominent and popular Halo 2 um, professional uh, competitive player. Um, so I've, I had been following him on Twitter for a long time, and then this game came out, and he started making you know videos for it and interacting with the community and giving out codes. So I've been watching it for a while. Um, but it's just it's coming out at a very odd time. With things, like so? Warzone, uh, with things like Warzone, Valorant, uh, we're, in a, we're in a spot right now where there's a few good um, FPS titles that people can play. Um, and I think mm-hmm. this one's kind of struggling to find its footing against some of those games. Um, it's seeing a bit more success with Doc returning and Doc's been streaming it almost exclusively, I think, recently, um, yeah. which has
0: helped.
1: Um,
0: yeah, the, game overall is, the game I'm overall confused-
1: is fun. I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm um, confused by its launch because somehow it was in my it was in my Epic library. I don't know if this is like an early access game or it's free to play where you buy into like more characters or whatever. It's technically still in
2: beta. Um, okay. I I got in super early, but never downloaded it. And I think then they were doing giveaways with Twitch. So potentially you turned in tuned into someone's stream, but I don't know how that mm-hmm. would have then got in your library without Maybe because I had to input the code when I downloaded it, uh, Felix. What were you going to say before we talk about the just, game a little bit more? I was just going to
0: ask a question. I'm looking at the like art for it, and, and it has yeah. a, a chick with a samurai sword on it. Is there me- uh, that's who yeah. I played all? That's who I played all last there's night. Pretty cool melee sure. in it, or something. I guess. Um, so all of your
2: melees are either close quarter or they're ranged, so you can throw them. So she legitimately throws her katana. Um, there's another dude that has an axe. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, each character is very specific in what they can do. So yeah, the, the, the girl, I forget her name has a katana that you can purchase. Um, it's, it's not really all that good in the multiplayer. It's more of like a, a campy thing, but uh, it's still pretty cool. Um, but it's a four V four, like I said, class based, they have two different game modes. They have a, standard search and destroy from call of duty where uh if you wipe the enemy team you win the round or if you plant the bomb and the bomb explodes you win the round and it's uh first to seven rounds one then there's another game mode which is essentially king of the hill uh where each team has a pool of lives um i think it's like 15 lives that the team shares and you keep respawning in until you're at zero um so it's only those two game modes um and I'll get into more specifics about it. Overall, it was, I had a good time um, overall, but what were you going to ask, Tripp? Well, I was watching
3: the trailer because this is the first time I've uh, I've actually heard about it, and it, it does look really fun. Uh, your comparison of like a, like a third person, almost Rainbow Six experience mm-hmm. and like a little bit of a cartoon style to it uh, is kind of spot on. Uh, what's like the money situation? Because I like, see you keep like they kill someone and they get like 500 bucks or something or like a thousand.
2: Yeah, so it's very similar to to CSGO and and Valorant where you have to manage an economy, which is very new to me because I didn't have a a Counter-Strike background prior to playing Valorant. But essentially, you start off the first round with enough to buy your pistol, your sidearm. Um, And then as you play the game, you get money for assists, you get money for kills, you get money for for rounds one. And at the end of that round, you now have another pool of money that then you then go to purchase stuff. Um, so okay. you have to manage your money economy. Right. In this game, it's a little bit more forgiving because you don't lose stuff. Where in something like right. Valorant and Counter Strike, where if I buy a gun that costs five thousand dollars and then I die, I lose that five thousand dollars and that gun Ooh. is gone and I need to rebuy it. Right. Where in this game you keep it. So it, it's 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 far less it's far more forgiving, I should say. Yeah. Uh, because once you buy it, you own it. Uh, but you still do need to perform somewhat well to be able to buy a lot of upgrades.
1: Yes, yeah, so what that means is is every round, rather than Valorant, where you have to be careful of what you perch, you have to plan You have to plan each round with your purchases, you can kind of do like, a, it's more of a ramp up every time, right. every round. So like, the enemy's team will also be doing the same thing. So you'll have, they'll have perks that are better. They'll have guns that are better. They'll be upgrading all of their gear as you are. So the better you do, the faster you can get better in the next round right, right? or in the, in, the, in the following rounds yeah
2: yeah so like by the time you reach like round four everyone is pretty much bought everything within their arsenal or or a good amount of it um so it's I, I would like to see them do some tweaks with that because i do think it's a little too forgiving for for uh players but that could just be what they're going for they might not be going for the you know the hyper um competitive scene like like valorin is is doing um Overall, I did have some mechanical issues with the game, um, especially coming and playing something so polished like Valorant. Uh, this game, the, the third person can feel a little wonky um, with how you interact with the geometry. Um, rolling, like actually dodge rolling is, is a very like crucial mechanic in the game for engagements. And you clip onto geometry a lot. You clip onto corners and walls a little bit too easily. It's definitely not as fluid as like a Hunter dodge roll in Destiny. Um, and it just—I uh, don't believe it has prone, but you do crouch. Oh, just you do—you you, you do, um, can crouch behind cover and and poke out and shoot and crouch behind cover, pretty tactical like Rainbow Six. Um, but I just think they need some work on their on their gunplay um, and and the way that your character interacts with the world. Um, I might be nitpicking it too much, but after coming from a game that does it so, so incredibly well, yeah, almost perfectly, say, man. it's really, it's really hard to, to go back Comparing and do it. The Valorant, right? Yeah. And destiny. Right? Like, right. Yeah. Like destiny's movement is also probably some of the best movement in an FPS game. Right. So like when you compare something that isn't quite trying to do, do it but is is doing something similar um it's hard to compare two really good examples of what an fps game can feel like against against you know rogue company um so we'll probably play it a couple more times it's definitely something that i would hop in and play with friends if it was free to play i don't see myself giving the giving it money if when it comes out full launch that it does cost money there is a founders pack right now three different levels of founders packs. But I don't know if the game comes out and is going to cost twenty or thirty bucks. Right now, it is in beta still. Um, I don't know if there's a release date. Um, so it, I think it's definitely worth checking out, especially if you're a fan of third person, um, because this is a third person shooter, which is also very different for me. Right, I'm, I'm mostly a first person shooter person. Um, so it's it's worth your time to check out um, the the game. The developers seem. Very much involved with the community, very much in tune with listening to the feedback and trying to make fixes as quickly as possible. Um, they have a great social media presence. So they're doing a lot of things right from a community management's perspective. Uh, Doc, uh, Dr. Disrespect has designed a map for them, and he's trying to get them to make it, which is absolutely hilarious. So he's actually designed a map and has oh, tweeted at Gandhi. I've
3: seen this. I
1: have um, actually. Seen yeah, this map, his
2: layout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he did because he, he. So Doc designed maps for Call of Duty uh, back before he was a streamer. He did map design. Um, so he whipped one up for Rogue Company and is now making it this you know this like public thing and all of his people are like you guys now need to make this map. So that's funny. We'll, we'll see if it actually happens. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, I overall i enjoyed my time would you disagree
1: with any of that neo or is there anything that i didn't hit that you'd want to chime in i mean really the thing thing that felt weird to me was like in the tutorial they're like you can use cover and duck behind stuff but like you're right a lot of the geometry gets in your way and sometimes it feels like i'm getting hit by shots that i should not have got hit by or i try to peek a corner and i'm shooting the wall and missing my sh- missing the enemy some of the guns just feel weird to me if it feels like the difference between like a Fortnite and like another shooter, right? Like Mm. this feels more comparable to like the Fortnite style of shooting where the accurate guns don't feel accurate to me. Like it just doesn't, it feels like there is some sort of weird disconnect between like the shooting and me pulling the trigger. I I can't explain it. It just, no, I know what you mean. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's why I was only using the SMG last night on that one character because the only gun that reliably felt good in close range, everything else just felt so, so off no, sh- uh, the no shotgun? Sh- shotgun. There's shotguns. I There's one character that has a shotgun, but you have to
1: pay to get him. He's not in the. He's not I, in the default. I opted to use more of the single shotguns, like the revolver that I saw or I had, and uh, uh, the DMRs, like the uh, semi-automatic guns, where you had to where, where they just don't fire automatically. I had more success with those because my shots ca- my shots counted when I when I, I felt like they counted at least when I was using it. But yeah that is that is i don't like the automatic guns in that they just didn't feel great to me at all mm. nice all right so, so yeah
2: we, we we may talk about it again um because we may play it some more but uh i guess my final stamp before we move on would be if you have the opportunity to play it and you're an fps fan definitely give it a shot um for the for the soul sake that uh supporting these developers this development studio would be would be a great idea um, but it's it's not going to, in my opinion, it's not going to supersede things like Valorant, Counter Strike, even or
1: or Warzone and Call of Duty. Yeah, I think I'm with you there, for sure. Um, you guys want to move into the news of the evening? Well, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Hell yeah! So, we just All put right, a so- on this, for just to
3: get listeners out there a new idea, kind of delineate the moment here. We're we're trying something new on the Emerging Gamer Podcast where we are going to focus on what we determined amongst ourselves is the uh the biggest the the best the the most meaningful the most newsworthy you know using all these criteria what's the best piece of news that happened the last week to talk about and um we'll talk about it and then talk about what that might mean in a larger discussion you know just have a, a big branching topical discussion about that news and its peripheral meaning so um we're gonna hop in tonight with uh uh, one of the largest pieces of this past week, the uh, the Epic Store battle
1: against Apple. Yeah, this is huge too. Should we give it, give it a little overview breakdown of of the events that occurred? Yeah, for just sure. Like last Thursday, yeah, right? For, yeah,
3: because there's there's multi steps to this.
1: To yeah, this oh, yeah. it's a it's a pretty
2: long, uh, pretty long thing to where we're currently at. But yeah, as of uh, Thursday, the August thirteenth
1: is um is when this kind of all all happened went down. So uh-huh. it was like that That morning, Epic changed their iOS and Google versions of Fortnite to say, hey, buy it through Apple or buy it through iOS for your V-Bucks, pay this money, pay like 10 bucks, or you can pay directly to us and get a discount on the same amount of, of cash. Um, Apple that day caught on to it and said, no, 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 no. And then removes it, removed Fortnite from the App Store, just like delisted <laughs> de- it. Yeah, yeah just like straight there's up. A the there's a rule
3: that for any digital purchases on on apps, they have to go through Apple's App Store, which
2: takes thirty percent of whatever is paid for Apple, essentially. And, mm-hmm. and what and what Epic did for for both of them, but it started with Apple, was they made their discount on V Bucks twenty percent. Right, so they're giving they're giving the, the gamers twenty percent off. That they're keeping that ten percent cut, right? So they're getting ten percent more money, um, but they're discounting it by twenty. Is the way that they're they're claiming it to to me as a gamer? Hey, I'm giving you twenty percent off if you buy directly through me. It was nine ninety nine for V Bucks versus seven ninety nine uh, for for V Bucks. Those were they're they're not wrong. Everybody does win
3: in that scenario, except when they lose access to the uh, Apple iOS store ecosystem.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the 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 walled garden of Apple is, as as Trip just mentioned, you have to send your money through the App Store. All purchases, one hundred percent, are done through the App Store and are
1: not done by redirecting to some other yeah. source. It's like Apple views it as, "Hey, you're using our storefront to, to get to sell your game to to make your to make your money. This is the cut that we." that you signed up for that when you agreed to become a developer on our platform, you agreed to this. Um, a lot of people. Yeah.
3: It's, it's important to note that this is for digital goods. Primarily. Um, you can order food through food apps and you don't pay Apple a cut. Correct. Things like that. This is, this is digital goods that are used inside of whatever application you purchase
2: them for. So in-app purchases, um, subscriptions, those types of things are all done through the App Store. Mm-hmm. And Google has the same rule set. Google has the 30% cut that they get for using the Google Play Store. Now, what's a little bit different is Fortnite was only added to the Google Play Store recently, within the past year. Uh, for for years, it was not downloadable in the Google Play Store until Google essentially forced Epic to put it into the go- the Google Play Store,
0: and you then they the started thirty percent. Yeah, yeah you had the sideload before. Well, uh, f- functionally, what does this do to a game that's a Fortnite like copy that's installed on somebody's mach- like phone? It's or a really iPad. good question. It's a really good question. Yeah. So.
2: Nothing happens to the current version that they're that they have installed. What what stops happening is no future updates can be pushed to that to that client. So if Fortnite were to release, and Fortnite is all based off of seasons, all based off of updates. Oh, I see. One thousand percent. Um, I cannot get the latest update. I can also go into my recent purchase history because I've downloaded it before and I can re-download it in its last. Updatable state, but after that, I can no longer go to the App Store for updates. Um, as it currently stands, where we're currently at right now, I can play Fortnite on iOS if I've already downloaded it, or it's already in, or it's in my recent purchase history. Um, but no future updates are allowed currently.
0: Fortnite, Fortnite fans be pissed.
2: There's,
0: yeah, there's well, there's another got,
3: another slight twist to this as well because um, Apple. Uh, ios updates as a whole um are sometimes known for breaking the technology behind unreal engine which is also what epic owns epic owns unreal engine and their technology uh and this is, we're going to go deeper into this in a second but uh even if they weren't going to do what they're talking about doing in the future um even like an apple like an iphone update might make the game not even functional at all because of what it does to the unreal technology and without yeah,
1: developers get, that store. get ahead of that, right? They have to get ahead of those updates.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so so
2: right, on the thirteenth, go to timeline a little bit so we don't get too much in the weeds right off the bat and miss things. So on the thirteenth, we have a way to go, we get redirected and purchased directly through Epic for our V Bucks. Epic is happy, they feel great, they're like, Yeah, fuck Apple, we found our way, we found the loophole, we're dope. It takes Apple less than 24 hours to say, you guys are a bunch of idiots. Um, we know what you're doing. You need to stop. It had to have been a day. It, was, it, was,
1: it must it was, have been that
2: day. Um, I would imagine that it was. Um, I We'd have to find out exactly the, the timeline, very, very specifically. Um, right. But yeah, so essentially at that point, Apple pulls it. Apple pulls it from the app store mm-hmm. and says, absolutely not you are not allowed to be doing this all in-app purchases need to come through us um, and Google does the same thing right so Apple catches all this flack and is still catching the majority of the flack at least in the media's eyes and in the topic of conversation uh, Google is a part of it but they're not they don't generate as much revenue in the App Store. They're not Apple for Christ's sake. So it, it, it's just it's not going to be the the driver of, of social media. Um, it's it's still mostly Apple versus Epic. Um, mm-hmm. So they're pulled from the App Store, and at that point, Epic then says, "All right, cool, we'll take you to court," um, and decides to open up a lawsuit.
1: Oh, wait a minute they they were ready for this though. They were ready for they were ready. They knew they were breaking the terms of service because the moment the moment that it got pulled. They tweeted and pushed this to every game client. This video, this advertisement, uh, that parodies the 1984 ad of Apple. Correct.
0: Did you guys see this? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I heard yeah. of it. I didn't watch it. I will watch it now. They,
1: it is a. It is a complete. It's like a. It's a. It's a parody of the original Apple ad, the Macintosh ad from the uh, from 84, and they're essentially saying. All right. Here, the message is: Epic Games has defied the App Store monopoly. In retaliation, Apple is blocking Fortnite from a billion devices. Join the fight to stop 2020 from becoming 1984. And it's hashtag Free Fortnite. So, like, it's it's very calculated,
2: right? Um mm-hmm. Epic feels like they have enough sway to take Apple to court and to try and win this in 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 legal, right? Um It. Epic didn't find a loophole that they thought that they would be able to get away with. They found a loophole that they knew they would get called out for, did it so that they would publicly get called out to then start this, this sway of, of people siding with them to change the public opinion, to then have more sway going into court, right? Like this, you don't file lawsuits same day against Apple and Google. If you didn't know it was coming, like lawyers are not suing people same day. (laughs) <laughs> Unless nope. they already know it's going to happen. Um, yeah, ready, to yeah it. They, they filed, they filed uh, separate civil suits against Apple and Google in federal court on Thursday. So Thursday morning, they release the V-Buck store loophole. They then release a video. They then sue Apple and Google within 24 hours. And they also get pulled from the app store in that timeline. So all of that happens on Thursday. Um, which is out of control. It's out of control. So almost a week um, ago. Almost a week ago. Got it. Almost. Yes. Um, and you know, social media blows up at this, right? Like this is, you know, everyone at this point is is talking about is talking about what what could this mean, right? Um, and there's very there's two sides to the camp, right? There's there's the people that side with with Apple and Google, and there's the people that side with with what
1: Epic is trying to do. Um, well, there, there's a huge there's a huge case with this video that they put out in their game, where to be to be made, where they are they are actively using their user base as a way to fight this Apple protest. They're framing Apple as if they're this monolithic like enemy that has to be taken down because they took away your Fortnite, they took away your game that you love playing. Right? That's, that is pretty much the framing of the video, more or less. And Tim Sweeney has been pretty vocal on, on uh, Twitter about it, saying that, well, we're, we may, we're, we're weaponizing Fortnite fans, but the maker of the smartphone does not have the right to dictate the terms of our business, is, is the point that he's trying to make. Where do you, where do you guys come down on the, fa- on the thought that... that do you think he's in the right here, making this point uh, by using I, this video? I'm I'm I'm
2: very curious uh, where you guys fall on on if you fall on a camp or if you're kind of indifferent or if you agree with both sides in certain scenarios. I it I'll I'll go first with my opinion. Um, uh, it's very hard for me to understand the perspective of Epic, right? Because right, it, because it's it's not a perspective that I could ever share. Um, I'm not an app developer. I don't have to deal with the cuts that Apple and Google are, are saying. Um, I'm a consumer and from a consumer's perspective, I am happy with iOS. I'm happy with the things that I get out of iOS. Um, and I, and I appreciate the ecosystem, the security and the things that Apple has done to protect its brand and to protect its operating system. And a lot of that has to do with some of the things that we're talking about. Um, I personally have never encountered where I need to spend more money or so much more money that I felt like I was being robbed to compensate for a developer's 30% cut that they're losing out on. Right. Like I've never personally felt that way and anything that I've needed to purchase. Um, So personally, I don't side with Epic. Um, I, the way that I feel is, is that you are using a service that you signed up for that somebody else developed that is the most popular way to download mobile games, and you are simply upset that you don't get, you don't have the right to do that because all Epic is saying is don't give your money directly to Apple, give your money directly to me. And if the money was going to directly to them and they were the sole proprietor of all of this, they wouldn't be complaining. So the problem is, is I have to use somebody else's platform and I don't like it. Um, so personally, I am not on on Epic's side. For for this one, um, at least not right now.
0: Felix, well, it would be like um, uh, I guess I was thinking of like a mall, like a physical brick and mortar mall. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. A, I don't know if the analogy holds. No, I, I think you're onto something. Well, I'm thinking like a brick and mortar mall. Get you get an opportunity to to come into that physical store place, and you have a shop in the mall, but you pay you pay
1: rent you pay rent you pay you to pay, the mall. you pay rent to be
0: in, rent the, to in the, the mall yeah. um so my guess my analogy would be what epic's fucking doing is they're pissed that they got to pay rent in the in inside the mall so what they did was they walked out in the fucking parking lot and they set up a goddamn fucking lemonade stand or some bullshit like outside in the parking lot that yeah. essentially is beyond the borders of the mall Uh, you wouldn't say that the Epic game thing is not beyond. It's not beyond the borders of the mall. But anyway, they set their own shit up, and they said, "Uh, we want to be here in the parking lot, and we want you to give me money directly." And then they stop payment on the property that they have inside the mall. Or no,
1: they're saying you can go inside the mall and pay. More prices, yeah, or yeah, can yeah, yeah. Buy the yeah, it out here. your car. Go, yeah. go to
0: yeah. Go to our yeah. shop in the mall right. to get it, or pay us right here in the parking lot. That's it's it. like it's like
2: yeah. Like park your car, and you can either stop halfway to the entrance to the mall, and uh-huh. your lemonade only costs four dollars. Yeah, yeah. Or walk inside the mall, finish your walk, to our other shop go down, the, esca- go down yeah. the escalator, go down the escalator. You got to walk halfway through the mall because you didn't park on the right side of the mall. Walk, keep walking. And then you can get that same lemonade. But instead
0: of it being $4, it's $7. <laughs> yeah. So I'm walking in the mall and I'd look over and I see this fucking shitty piece <laughs> of garbage, fucking bullshit stand out there. And I go, the fuck are these assholes i'm walking in i'm gonna go into the mall well, you, <laughs> like because i trust really them good, i
2: trust them all <laughs> right you make a really good point about some of the the articles that were written about this is that like the trust issue is a huge thing that that's involved in this right like i have absolutely no problem using face id or touch id to make purchases using apple pay to make purchases doing any purchase on ios i am 1000 percent confident in my security and in my payments where if I get redirected in a browser, I get redirected to a different app. If it was not like, if it was not a part of the Apple ecosystem, I don't know where I'm being redirected to how my money is being (laughs) managed, how it is being processed.
1: Right. Um, so this is honestly that concern, right? It's a big concern to have that is a concern about the Epic game store in most cases on the PC that one, like last year when they were cobbling, that was a huge concern about them because they they don't, they don't have shopping carts. They don't have any way of managing. It's just, it's just the store was a mess last year, right? It was when it, when it first launched, it was, yeah, it was a a mess.
2: What were you going to say trip?
3: Um, no, I just, just going around talking about factors on this. Um, I was going to lean heavily into the security aspect of it as well. Um, it's it's being framed a lot of times as a, as an antitrust issue right now, and not that that's not an important part of the conversation and might have to be addressed. You know, like the power that Apple has just in general to make these decisions, kind of like across the board, or make concessions in very specific cases. Like I think there's an issue with the not an issue, but like they have a special deal with like the Amazon Prime app because yeah. they want traffic on their Apple TV. And they want people to buy subscriptions through there, right? To like use their app. So obviously they 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 say this is for everyone, uh, but they might be able to bend the rules themselves. I think that's kind of fine in their prerogative because the the trade off is that we get this mega secure ecosystem to purchase things through, to be to safely know that our information is safe, you know, to make these payments that no one's going to rip off our thing. I absolutely hate browser redirects in general like if i'm on twitter and i open up like a link to something and it opens up inside the twitter browser i flip to safari like i don't like my weird apps to try to do things that the apps aren't um and it makes yeah. me feel uncomfortable you know so like just just knowing that i'm getting a clean safe experience that's that's what you pay that that fee for Mm-hmm. You know, you, you pay that to get all of that smooth ability and functionality onto your app. And again, like Felix's amazing point, you're you're mad at the mall, but the mall gives you a lot
2: of benefits, including traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that's it. Right. They want they want to be able to reach one billion devices, but they don't want to pay for that access. Mm-hmm. And that's what it comes down to. They want the access. They want the access but they want the access all to themselves. Exactly, uh, and, and I honestly, it's, it's funny, but the, the mall parking lot. is so good. Is, it works. People are coming to the mall. <laughs> anyway, they're going to see you. You're just not paying rent. Exactly. <laughs>
0: um, what were you, going to, uh, what I, were you going to say? I was just going to be real quick. I was going to say in response to trip, he was talking about how um, there's like a, 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 a antitrust thing uh, argument here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, the 20th century, the economists of the 20th century got us over the whole trust, antitrust, trust thing when they invented monopolistic competition as a term. (laughs) Like monopolistic competition is not monopoly. It's multiple companies that have a very, very strong hold in the marketplace that are competing Mm -hmm. with each other. And it's actually good economics to have a really strong company like Google and a really strong company like Apple competing heavily against each other. And the government will not side against that. They will not side against that under any circumstances. Epic is going to get steamrolled by both of these corporations, like steamrolled.
1: So here's the thing. Let me let me let me throw a little bit more onto this. So I Epic, also want to know your opinion, your opinion as well, too, Neil. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to say it. I'll tell you that. Don't don't you worry. Uh, so what Epic is doing is they're trying to force Apple's hand because they believe. Now this is this is from them. They believe themselves to be one of the only ones that has the money to put this fight up in front of Apple. Because they, it, cause their storefront on PC, they they give developers a way larger cut than most storefronts. I think they take like 12% or something instead of the 30%, which is generally standard for most of these stores, most of these online platforms. So they believe they're they're doing the right thing by taking the stand, breaking Apple's terms of service as a developer, and taking this fight to courts to try and win this over. Yeah, so that's what they believe.
0: They're hoping that they can take this as far as like... The lower courts and then even higher to make it like a Supreme Court ruling. Yes, yeah, so right. that's the the, goal.
2: the legal speak in the lawsuit is as follows Epic is not seeking monetary compensation from this court for the. Injuries that, it has suffered.
1: That, that is bullshit.
2: I'm just gonna. Nor nor is Epic seeking favorable treatment for itself. A single company. Instead, Epic is seeking injunctive relief to allow fair competition in these two key markets that directly affect hundreds of millions of consumers and tens of thousands, if not more, of third-party app developers. They are they are framing framing themselves as the martyr, the one that's taking on the good fight against the bad bad corporations that are. We're all the little developers
1: for the little guys that can't do this fight right that's right. what they're doing they're fighting right. for little guys but i th- i believe the reality is is that they're willing to dump money into this court case because they can because in the long run and like they say no we're not trying we're not seeking any comp- compensation for this lawsuit no why would they why would they care about that when if they win the lawsuit they they will be <laughs> essentially making more money on Apple's platform in the long run because of their user base and the amount of you know if they win this and, and Google and Apple has to now change their rules then they end up winning in the long run because millions of people play Fortnite they're going to make more money because of that right like so in the long run they they're looking at this as a smart business decision for themselves right
2: oh, yeah yeah like it the only The only interesting point before I hear your opinion, Neo, that I that I have about the monopoly the monopoly standpoint is I could see this going away, like going in a way against Apple and Google, because I feel like as a government and a society, we are very afraid of the potential of what how much bigger an Amazon, an Apple, a Google can become. Because a monopoly like fifty years ago, was around like oil and like oil was important for a while, but oil doesn't fucking matter anymore. Like (laughs) the tech giants that exist now will literally rule everything for the foreseeable future. So So be a Blade Runner future. Right. So like their monopoly, as they continue to, as they continue to put their, their hands in other, other areas and develop different things like they're, they're, They're becoming much more than just a company that creates products, right? The ecosystem, the services, all of these things ingrain them into the culture and ingrain them into society to where their monopoly can be frightening to some. Take that, take the whole Epic game store thing out of it. Like when a court goes to look at this, like them as a monopoly is pretty frightening because the, there's there's plenty of movies that exist that this type of company
0: becomes more powerful than the government because right. of the things that they control. A fucking, global pandem- oh, right? A fucking global pandemic just happened, and the only businesses not affected whatsoever by this are all of the tech companies. <laughs> like, sure? People are dying in the hundreds of thousands at this point worldwide, and these businesses are fucking flourishing suddenly. It's crazy to yeah. me, dude. So it's not... There's there's I, I, I am very
2: curious to see how the courts go with this, even outside of just like the the Epic Game Store granular thing that we're talking about, because the changes that Epic is is quote unquote going for are ground sweeping changes to terms of service. Right? It's it's not like they're claiming that they want like terms of service changes for the ecosystem itself, which is massive because you're essentially telling another company that they can't run the biz- their business the way they want to run their business any right. longer
1: which is in and it itself a, a major decision. it's a scary proposition right that's like a like that is the government controlling the way you do you behave things and that's one of the things that you don't want to happen generally um, but if I may with my opinion on this whole situation please yeah o- overall my top level view is the- these are 2 billion dollar companies Squabbling with each other to make more money, right? They they want to make the most money possible, and Epic is using its user base and its and the public to kind of side with them by by making this like viral video, and I think that's pretty shitty. I think it's a pretty shitty thing for them to do. Um, and Apple, honestly, Epic broke their terms of service against Apple, right? Straight know. up, they they broke the terms of service that they agreed to, and they completely subverted that and now expect to be like like appreciate like they expect people to be appreciative of them doing that but again that is that was Apple's terms you got to use their storefront like that was the privilege of agreeing to those terms you get to be on the billions of devices that people own oh, of the Apple you know all the Iowa iPhones and all the iPads whatever
2: now the, the other thing that's that's interesting that we didn't hit on which is like <laughs> Apple slapped them and then came back around and then backhanded them was <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, Epic sues Apple is like, here's our 1984 video. And Apple's like, okay, fine. You no longer can use any of your development tools. Every single development tool that you have for iOS, you no longer have access to starting next week. So You can no longer develop iOS apps at all for anything. You as an organization can no longer touch our platform. This is no longer just about Fortnite. You cannot be on our platform at all. Uh, No app updates for anything. No in-game things that you're working on right now. No future updates, nothing. It's all gone. And they were like, whoa, what the fuck? No, that can't happen. Here's an injunction. Court, stop this from happening. They can't do this to us. And it's like... (laughs) Yes, they fucking can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they picked this fight knowing what was going to happen, but didn't realize that like, oh shit, we didn't even think that they would do this. And
1: Apple's like, oh, you wanted to sue us. Here it goes. Um, also, here's, Apple, here's Apple's quote on that uh, real quick. We very much want to keep the company as part of the Apple developer program and their apps on the store. The problem Epic has created for itself is one that can easily be remedi- remedied if they submit an update of their app that reverts to uh, comply with the guidelines they agreed to and to which apply to all developers. Which is uh, which was Apple statement.
3: Mm-hmm. The problem Sorry, that, that Epic has on. created for itself, I think, is, is just a great a great way to put yeah. it. The, the, the
1: top yeah of- they, they started this fight. And then oh no, now their their keys are to the car are getting taken away, right? Like
0: <laughs> the, the the top Tweet they're, about, doing. they're like they're doing. The top tweet that yeah, that, that is hilarious is a video, like clip of Steve Jobs in like, you know, in his heyday, like on you know talking about the App Store and the and there's an arrow that says developers get seventy percent of the profits. Like he he laid it out in the keynote that that's how it's going mm-hmm. to be, <laughs> the App Store, and it's like you had evidence like you know, 20 or 30 years ago that this is how it's, it was going to
2: yeah, go. <laughs> it's it's not a new thing. And people have, like, if we're being fair, there have been a lot of complaints about this business practice for a long time, right? This isn't a new conversation. Right. It might not have been, might not have been a popular conversation. It might not have been in the forefront of anyone's minds. It's not new, but to Apple's credit, like before the app store, was really a success. Apple was like, here are the guidelines. Right. It's only now that iOS has the reach of over 1 billion devices that everyone's like, whoa, that 30 percent is just too much for us. Now you have 1 billion Mm -hmm. devices. We need this to be less because now it's no longer fair where it's like, ah, I just I think you didn't realize how successful they were going to be. And you signed up and now you just wish it was another way. But it's like maybe you should have done
1: it yourself um yeah and which which to to be fair it's what epic is doing on pc and it's correct it's a little bit ironic that the company that holds exclusive games on their own platform away from other stores because Mm -hmm. they can afford it and they can pay for that it's a little ironic that now they're crying about another store front well that's the that's the part that i have
2: the most problem with which is we're fine with exclusivity as long as it's our exclusivity, right? Right. right. Like, we're okay with it being exclusive as long as we're the ones in charge. We no, lo- we literally no longer want to pay rent. Is what it comes down yep. to. I don't want to pay rent anymore, and I, I've made enough money in V bucks
0: to make my lemonade can, that, stand in the in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, I can, and I can take you. To, I can take you to court. Um, and that's the, the other thing is. Do, do, are they getting tried in Santa Clara County, which is the county where um, Cupertino is? Are they getting tri- is the court case happening there? Is Epic Games based there, or let me see? Um, I'm only bringing up a have- a historical point because Santa- it's in San in is where they're where they're filing right. it. Okay, so like the the problem with Santa Clara County is Santa Clara County is where the original it wasn't even a law; it was just a like a document written down in a courtroom in the 1800s. The original law, uh, the original acknowledgement um, that corporations are people (laughs) originated in (laughs) Santa Clara County. And corporations have are people. If they're people, they have their own property. And their own property, in this case with Apple, is a storefront that they Mm. made. And it's their right to make that and make money off that. And I swear to God, if you're trying to try this in that county, you're going to (laughs) lose because they're going to side with the idea that this is a person. And and this, this, this kind of argument has been through the Supreme Court and all the lower courts for years, constantly argued and constantly defended by this original statute that originated in Santa Clara County, where all those tech giants are, that corporations are people and have their own rights. And like, if Apple chose to do this at some point, no, the government is not going to be able to tell that person that they can't do it because it's their right, you know what I mean, to do it, like a human right. It's, it's crazy how this legal stuff uh, really looks on paper, but they, you know, a corporation like Apple, an entire giant body of people, or Epic, or, or Google, have the same rights as an individual person in this country, and that's the way the courts view it. So like mm-hmm. so you know like unless Apple is infringing on rights and they didn't because they had the terms and conditions laid out. You know, you're going to enter in, you know, this this agreement with us. I mean, I I'm pretty sure they're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, from, I from I, I don't I mean, yeah, I don't know.
2: I don't know. All I know is that Apple more than likely employs the best lawyers and I am yeah. sure that the terms of service have been scraped over five million times way before this happened. Um, so i I personally don't see this going in the way of Epic, uh, but
1: I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I think it's going to come down to how much money do you think they can throw at this, at this before it before it becomes well, Epic? Epic can't throw as much as Apple.
2: Apple just hey they hit Apple just, hit just hit two trillion. trillion market cap today. Yeah, they hit two trillion today. Two trillion. So, I literally fuck out of here like seriously <laughs> like i mean they could spend all of their money fighting this apple has every reason to spend their money fighting this because this is this is it for them like this you are essentially forcing apple into a corner to fight for itself and they have the most money they yeah. have the most the most money
1: yeah so
3: if, they, it, if they can see at any point to this it changes everything which correct. is obviously what what Epic would want, right, right. for its own personal gain. Yeah, so that might be and, the move.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: yeah, that's that's the end the the end goal so for sure the ending, is the right? is the change. But it's everything.
0: No, in, I'm, what I'm saying is to get Apple not to be ordered by somebody to change their ways, but to get them to change their ways. They won't. So the move is to try and get Apple to change something, as opposed to right. But yeah, that's that's yeah, not that's yeah. not going to happen. I, I mean, they didn't back down to the what
2: the FBI, <laughs> they didn't back down to the federal <laughs> right. Government. Like, what, are you, what are you gonna like you, you think you think fucking some dude some fucking ceo on twitter is gonna make tim cook be like oh yeah you're right dude we'll change our church and the thing that's gonna happen fuck <laughs> out of here dude.
0: like yeah, dude, the, 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 the whole crazy thing they didn't back them for the government No, not at all
2: the
3: thing that's gonna happen with them losing access to their developer accounts is that it affects uh epic as a whole which means ios and mac os development and all their tools they can't they can't update or develop for, that's gonna break a shit ton of games that are not Fortnite, but including Fortnite, when when the OS is update and change something about Unreal Engine and how it talks to to metal or some kind of tech inside the OS. And that's gonna break like Mortal Kombat. It's gonna break PUBG, which is funny being another battle royale. Like there's so many games that use Unreal that run on either iOS or Mac OS that are going to break because Epic can't access developer accounts because of their their current battle about the money in, the, uh, in yeah. the app store.
2: What's interesting is they both have a lot to lose here. in, And I think, but ultimately, while Apple has a lot to lose, Apple does not give a fuck if Fortnite no longer exists. Yeah, right? like, they were, they were fine
3: before. It. They'll be fine after in terms Correct.
2: of their own so devices like, and technology. In terms of who's going to break first, not just from like a monetary standpoint, but in terms of like... Who doesn't need one another? Um, Apple does not need Epic Games at all to be successful because everyone that plays it on iOS will either move to a different platform to play it or will find a new game on iOS because there's plenty of them. So all Apple's do think- doing is all Apple's doing is moving someone to, from playing Fortnite to Apple Arcade and they're getting more money.
1: So yeah, like it's, 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 it's honestly How do you think- silly how do you think Epic's going to look if they do end up conceding and being like, "Okay, we're sorry, we'll do thirty percent"? They'll get fri- like you- literally, they will get fried across social
2: media. Do you think? Get you think then Epic- they'll get called out, and then they'll get called yeah. out for their own exclusivity in
1: the Epic Game Store? Good, and as they should. Do you think? Do you think that's going to? I don't know. I forgot. Was shit. I forgot. Was I was going to ask?
2: Do you- I, I, there may yeah, be ripples. There may be ripples that happen. There will be. Fallout from this, regardless of which way it goes, major fallout if Apple loses, um, like in terms of like iOS as a whole, major fallout. Not just like Apple lost the battle, but like our experience as end users of Apple products will change. Whereas if Epic loses, it's it's no more Fortnite. like it, no Fortnite, and then where where do they stand as developers? where do gamers stand is, do they trust them anymore? What happens to their own storefront? Do like we as gamers go after them with pitchforks because they're, they're hypocrites. Like where, who knows, who knows? But I think the, the fallout is definitely, um, greater if Apple loses because, and more, more things are affected than just like the right to purchase where you want to purchase. Mm -hmm. Um, Major major changes would need to happen to iOS in general,
0: which is Damn. Yeah. didn't something else just get denied um, something X X-Cloud. From- XCloud yeah XCloud, X-Cloud, X-Cloud denied too, right. um, and that's what the people that are pro Epic are saying. Oh, hopefully
2: XCloud gets on iOS. I get it. It is pretty disappointing that XCloud is not right now
0: going to be available on iOS. But that also is something um, that has its own, not its own pricing, but its own storefront built in. Right. Correct.
1: Right. Just like Stadia. Yeah. Stadia as well is not allowed on Apple as well. Right. Uh, like what Epic yeah. wants is Epic wants us to
2: be able to download the Epic game store on iOS. And they want us to be able to purchase all of our Epic iOS games directly through the Epic game store at a hundred percent in their
0: pocket. They want the fucking yep. stand in the parking lot. Dude. But isn't there a, so there's a steam app that's in I- ios mm-hmm. right and you can buy games mm-hmm. through that right
3: mm-hmm.
0: i don't no, know you, you don't download steam through the
3: app store
2: no i have i
3: have steam yeah steam is, yeah, steam is on ios yeah is it on, i know it's on
2: ios but isn't it a separate it's more download of, it's more of like a services app rather yeah, than like, like i can current. i could see the steam sale so when i when i go into it right like i could see my wish list i could see what's on sale uh, but I don't believe, like, let me just go to a... Um, oh, no,
3: the, you, can't, you can't buy on, on the iOS Steam. Correct. And I think on Mac, you have to download it from Steam's website, not through the App Store. So they're not quote-unquote
2: benefiting from right. the Mac OS ecosystem. Yes, you could not purchase through the Steam iOS app. So there you go. Yeah. Right now, Epic could create an Epic Game Store. But all it would be would be to view what games are in there. Um, and for steam, it doesn't matter. Steam's already a monopoly, right? Like steam doesn't give a shit. If you can't buy games on iOS, you're not going to play them there anyway. Like it's, it's an ancillary (laughs) app, right? Like you're going to go to your PC to play them. Um, it's your authenticator for logging in. That's about it. (laughs) Right. Um, so I'm, I'm very, very interested to see where this leads. Uh, I'll definitely be following it closely. Yeah, I was glued I was glued to Twitter on the last week. It's quieted of that. down. It's quieted down. Like it's pretty silent at this yeah.
3: point. It's gonna get so, real but, boring and legal now that everyone has shown their hand. I'm we just sit right. and wait for people to make decisions. You know? That's right. about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um But but like the ripples are gonna be wild for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm very curious about for hundred percent.
2: Yeah, and I do and I do think like to if I'm if I'm playing devil's advocate to my own point, I do think there is some benefit, right? There is some overall benefit to some smaller developers that can't afford that 30% cut that Apple is taking. Right. Like I, I do understand that perspective. Cause I think that's the closest perspective that I can have is like a person that like if I if I developed a single app myself and and hosted it, right? But like I think the other side that Epic might not understand as as a single developer or a small team is is like I want it to be on iOS because if it's not on iOS, I'm not making any money. So mm-hmm. 70% money to me as a small studio or as to a solo developer is a lot fucking better than minimum wage somewhere else. So like working a nine to yeah. five. So it's like Epic, but I don't think Epic understands that. And, and maybe, I'm mis- maybe I'm misrepresenting the opinions of some, some smaller developers, but to me, like I would be happy with 70% if I developed an app, um, because the, the flip side of that is
1: no, where, no where, percent. Do go,
2: where do I go to get my money? <laughs> like, where do I like, where does this, how does this app generate revenue? Um, so if it wasn't for the ecosystem, I wouldn't even be developing an app because apps wouldn't fucking exist because iOS didn't happen and Android didn't happen. So like the basis of the thing that I'm doing wouldn't even be around if it wasn't for them. So who the fuck am I to say that thirty percent is not worthwhile? Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's really hard for me to side with with that side of the camp. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think they're they're making themselves
3: out to be the martyr when it's nowhere yeah. near. It's nowhere near that, and they're just they're banking on public perception and opinion to help sway literally Apple's entire opinion, and, and it's never going to happen.
2: Yeah. So I think, um, I think what we'll do, um, you know, as we mentioned, um, everyone listening, we're going to be changing up our format to, to a format very similar to what you just listened to tonight, which is we kind of unpack for a longer discussion, a single news topic. I think with this one, we will follow it closely. We will, we will add snippets of this to future episodes as things progress. Um, but we might not necessarily dive deep into it. We might just uh, mention it before going into a, a longer discussion to make sure that you know we're continuing this conversation because this is this is a very very big piece of news. Probably one of the bigger pieces of news we'll we'll face in in 2020 um, as it relates to gaming. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll continue to update around this as things things get posted. But um, just to kind of reiterate where we're at and where we're going with with the show is we really do want to start unpacking a single topic like we just did. Um, so we'll, we're going to continue to do that. Um, personally, and I, and I think the guys would feel the same way. I would really encourage all of our listeners to provide feedback around this, um, and, and engage us, whether it be in our discord or on Twitter, around what you thought of tonight's episode. Cause we'd love, we'd love to hear feedback yeah, definitely. around that, the, the change, um, to the structure. Um, we've done the show, the same way for a really long time. Um, but we feel pretty passionately about the way that we're, we're changing the structure. Um, so please, please provide some feedback.
0: Yeah. A long time, uh, long time from, uh, being drunk and not really clear on what we were going to talk about. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. As I, as I said to, to the guys earlier, uh, Felix and I used to
2: probably drink two or three scotches and then start looking at news articles
0: <laughs> right before. we <laughs> the show. Um, so yeah. Oh uh, my God. This, this is definitely an upgrade. Those were the days.
2: <laughs> and pizza. And then Felix would be like, fuck, I can't find anything.
0: Let's just talk about the show Vikings, man. It's awesome. It's <laughs> a good show.
2: <laughs> I'll bring minty on and just talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, or let's something. do
0: Spider-Man, <laughs> man. Let's just talk about him.
2: Yeah. Long way coming um did you guys want to add anything to that sorry I kind of I kind of took that on and just
3: no I think it's a great place to to end we I think we all kind of capped the discussion there and then you just did the call to action about the feedback and I love it and uh, I'm excited for the future so yeah like Locke said let us know what you guys think and uh, if you have ideas if if you're missing something in the show now if you need a new place for some kind of content if you loved it I mean anything any ideas let us know because obviously we want to we want to give you guys value when you listen to us so that's what it's all about. And we think engaging at this level with a topic is gonna to be better for discussion and for uh for your
2: listening enjoyment. So let us know what you think. Awesome. Uh you can find me on Twitter at lock underscore key. Um yeah, that's really it. Um just follow me on Twitter and uh I'll see you there.
0: Felix. Yeah, and uh this is Felix Hargood. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Felix I'm, I'm on a hiatus from playing games due to uh, COVID-19. Not that I have it, but uh, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just on hiatus because fucking bullshit. Uh, and that happens. You know, bullshit happens. Um, and then on Twitter, Felix Hergood, you can follow me there. And definitely file, follow uh, Emergent underscore Gamer, our, our show Twitter account. Please do that as well. Logger.com. It's Tri- okay that life got in the way.
2: It's okay, Felix. It's totally okay, dude.
0: I'm, get some I'm worked, workshopping no. it. You guys, you guys helped me in our meeting the other night. You know? Good. It was good. good. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Trip.
3: No, no, no it's good. Uh, I am Trip Zero. And you guys can find me uh, all over the internet at Trip Zero TV, but primarily twitch.tv slash Trip Zero TV, where I'm live Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 to 11. And uh, right now we're doing Breath of the Wild, working on the 100%ing of that game. We're going strong at like. 56 percent i think and the goal is to get that game 100 percented before tony hawk comes out and then ripping right at tony Ooh, hawk I so uh that? when does that come yeah. out september 5th september 5th. that's a friday september which means like- i'll be hitting it on my stream did you just say 56 on...
0: fucking percent yeah what a lot of koroks dude a lot of koroks god damn you told me you were like finished, and you beat all the shit. Like you got motorcycles. What does dude? It, I know it does 56%. nothing. Six percent.
3: The, the percentage of the game is based on map completion, which includes finding locations and, and getting koroks. So Holy it's all. Shit. That's what you got to do. So yeah, that's that's the adventure, Fun. and hopefully we make it in time to uh, skate in some classic warehouses. And I'm very excited mm-hmm. for that.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, I've been Neo Ayoshi. You can follow me at Twitter at Neo Yoshi, twitch.tv slash Neo uh, I'm just v- streaming a variety of stuff right now. Uh, no new game on the horizon, but uh, just j- just enjoying whatever I feel like playing. Dope. Yeah. Cool. Awesome,
2: everybody. You, well, you guys thank you for week. listening.
0: We'll see you next week. Later. Sony has, like, you can't mention the word Spider Man at all. Like, that can't be mentioned at all, unless you talk to Sony. You also, I read all this in response to the fact that they had the exclusivity on the, um, with uh, the exclusivity Avengers. of the character on Avengers. But, like, yeah, it's it's super weird. Like, you can't say Spider-Man. You can't say, like, you can't use, like, certain words like, like web-slinging and, like, <clears throat> there's all this stuff that you can't use in your movie if you're referencing specifically a character like Spider-Man. Because um, I, was, I was wondering about Miles Morales. I was like, could they make a movie with a character named Miles Morales, not call him Spider-Man, but ha- but, but have him flying around wearing a web swinging costume? And they couldn't. They can't. They, Marvel can't. Marvel cannot. Yeah. Remember I mentioned on the show, and I said, I think Miles is owned by Marvel, and they could make a movie out of it without asking Sony's permission? They can't. Because if they want him to look like Spider-Man, to have like the look of the character, they couldn't do it. <laughs>